0: what's up guys welcome back to the bruce bolt meet the pro series i'm bear Mayer, the founder and ceo of bruce bolt and today i'm interviewing one of the newest members of our team riley adams catcher for the washington nationals our last interview was actually with harrison bader of the st louis cardinals so we wanted to follow up this week with someone who hasn't been with bruce bolt nearly as long as he has i wrote up a couple of questions for um for us to ask riley so we can get to know him a little bit better as a person and as a player, and I'm excited to get start, started. Riley, are you ready? Or you want to introduce yourself at all?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for having me on for starters. And uh, um, yeah, this is obviously my first year uh, rocking the Bruce Bolt. And, um, I've thoroughly been enjoying it so far. And um, the season's still young, but, uh, but I'm excited for, uh, for the future year with, uh, with, with Bruce Bolt.
0: Awesome. Um, all right, so first of all, just how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, today um, we're doing good. We're down here in, uh, in Miami getting ready for our uh, third game of the series with them. Uh, and uh, so far, so good. Um, everything, everything's everything been going well.
0: Can you, uh, can you tell us where you are and what you're doing right
1: now? Yeah, um, down here in Miami, uh, just getting ready for that, uh, for our final game of the series with them. Uh, before we uh, head off to Milwaukee for a weekend series, so um, just uh, just kind of getting ready, getting uh, getting prepped, and uh, gonna head over to the field pretty soon, and uh, get started with uh, with everything to get ready for the game.
0: I've got a quick question: When you travel, like you're going to after the game today up to Milwaukee, what's that like? You finish the game, and then you've got like a time period to get everything packed and ready to go, jump on a plane. Or is it a little
1: yeah. bit more planned out? Uh, it's a, it's I'd say it's a little bit more planned out than that. But uh, yeah, once the once the game's over, um, it's kind of get everything uh, get everything packed and loaded, and uh, you know, less less than an hour after the game's over, we're we're already on, on the buses uh, headed to the airport, getting ready to uh, getting ready to go up there. So we have a we have a night game tonight. Um, and uh and i don't know how long the flight it is from uh miami to milwaukee but uh i think uh, i think we're going to get in pretty pretty late in the in the night and uh yeah it's kind of the it's kind of the normal life kind of what 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 you get used to is uh some late nights some some weird travel hours and things like that but uh you know you just got to make sure every day you get ready to play and uh get the body ready to go so you get you get pretty used to
0: uh you know, making sure you're not fatigued for the next day and just getting sleep on the plane becomes kind of a normal thing.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, the, the recovery side of it and, uh, making sure your body's healthy is, uh, it's the most important part. And, um, obviously everyone knows and, uh, we travel, we travel a ton throughout it. So, um, making sure, you know, everyone has their own routines. Everyone has their own ways of, Making sure their body stays healthy, making sure uh, their their body is recovered as best as they can every single day. Um, that's uh that's huge for baseball and huge for uh, for making sure you're ready for the whole year.
0: How are how are things going with uh, Washington right now? And I'm assuming you're feeling healthy and good right now.
1: Yeah, feeling feeling good, feeling healthy. Um, you know, we got a we got a good young team. Uh, we obviously have uh, have Juan Soto, and uh, he's just a fun guy to watch. He's a fun guy to 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 get a first front row seat to to see him work and uh, see the things he does to get himself ready every day. And um, obviously, everyone sees what he does on the field, but uh, uh, he's just a great guy. To, he's a good leader, and uh, you know, good guy to bounce ideas off of and talk to. And um, uh, it's it's a it's a fun group to be around.
0: Absolutely. Um, before, so before we jump into a little bit more baseball centric things, I'd love to have our viewers get to know you a little bit more. Can you tell us where you grew up?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm a, uh, Southern California kid grew up in uh, San Diego, California, my whole life. Um, and, uh, I went to, went to high school down there. I uh, went to college at the university of San Diego. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was originally drafted uh, by the Blue Jays and uh, traded from uh, the Blue Jays to the Nationals last year at the at the trade deadline. So, um, yeah, always, always been a Southern California kid. Um, you know, I, San Diego is one of my favorite places in the world. But uh, but, yeah, it's uh, I'm a little I'm a little ways away over here in Washington and uh, traveling all over. But uh, San Diego will always be home to me.
0: Absolutely. Um. Do you, uh, do you have any brothers and sisters who played any sports growing up with you?
1: Yeah, I have, uh, I have one older brother. Um, and uh, yeah, him and I kind of grew up together uh, playing all the same sports, uh, both played basketball and baseball in high school. And um, yeah, it was always fun for me to compete and I always play against him and him being older kind of challenged me a lot. So uh, I, I enjoyed that element and yeah, um, yeah he he always helped me out and uh, yeah, he was a he was a good he was a good person to uh, to have to growing up and uh, yeah mess around with and uh, do everything like that. you um
0: you mentioned that you played high school basketball. Uh, one of our questions always is how do you feel about you know the there's now this kind of common argument of should you just stick to your sport or should you branch out and like play other sports, develop your game and other aspects? And so I just kind of want to see with you also being a high school basketball player. Where yeah. you Sit with you know parents telling their kid whether they should do this or that.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've heard that a ton. Everyone everyone talks about the specialization of uh, of sport and things like that. Um, and and it was definitely something difficult for me because um, I always knew baseball was this was the sport that that I wanted to play in the future and is the sport that I always felt like I had the, the biggest chance of going places with, but, um, I've, I had many people telling me, uh, that I, that I gotta, you know, I gotta stop. I gotta stop playing other sports. I gotta commit to one. And, um, ultimately my parents were the ones that, uh, kept telling me, Hey, go have fun. Like, you know, when, 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 when the time comes, you're, you're going to play baseball full time, but for, for the time being like, you know, play as many sports as you want, try as many different things as you want. Um, ultimately I think, I think playing basketball, especially for me in high school, was was huge just for kind of maintaining athleticism and just doing something different. I think uh, I think so much too. You see a lot of kids that they get burnt out of a sport. You know, they they uh, you know they play one sport their whole life and never really try anything else. That kind of towards the end of high school, they're they're just kind of over it and they don't want to they don't want to play it anymore. And that's that's a real shame, but. Um, for me it was nice because uh, you know for for the couple months of the winter when basketball season's going on I really wasn't playing much baseball and uh, I thinking back to high school and thinking back to uh, you know when I played basketball and did both um, I, I have more memory of of, uh, of high school baseball just because it was it was something different for me it was it was a little bit more of a challenge to play to never really had the, the most skill as a basketball player but I like the, uh, kind of like the physical element of it and banging into guys and just doing something different. Um, so I, I'm, uh, thoroughly happy that I, that I was able to play a couple sports in high school and, uh, you know, do something different. And yeah, if anyone, if anyone ever asked me, I'll, I'll always tell them to, to play as many sports as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, if you're, if you're good enough at, at, at your sport, if you're good enough at, at what you do, someone's going to find you, someone's going to see you. And, uh, the opportunities are always going to present themselves, but there's, there's no need to specialize too early. And I'll be a, I'll be a firm believer of that.
0: It's a great answer. I like that. Um, beside, or not, um, what, what do your parents do for a living? How did, um, what did they do when you were growing up?
1: Yeah, both, um, you know, athletics and things like that were always, um, kind of in the back or just always at the forefront for our family and, um my dad uh actually played basketball in college and uh uh and my mom played pretty much every sport growing up in high school and um you know she didn't play any sports in college but you know very athletic and um so 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 the athleticism always always was there in our family and everything so um yeah growing up my my dad worked at at the local university in san diego so uh, in the summers and things like that, I was always able to go down, uh, hang out with him and he worked in athletics. So I was always around the, uh, everything there and got to, you know, I got to use a college campus kind of as my backyard during the summers. And, um, so it would, uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good environment. Uh, my brother and I would always go down there and just shoot hoops for hours or, uh, play baseball or football or whatever sport we wanted for the day. And, um, you know, there was always something to do and, uh, we got, we got to know, uh, got to know a lot of the coaches and things like that at the university pretty well. And, um, when I was, gosh, I don't even know. I mean, when I was not even three years old. The, the baseball coach at, at, uh, the university my dad worked at was the, uh, he was actually the first guy that actually got me into baseball. And, uh, he bought me my first, uh, my first baseball glove. And oddly enough, it was a, uh, it was a left-handed glove because he always wanted me to be a, a left-handed pitcher. Cause in his mind, that was the, uh, the best position for, for, uh, getting to the big leagues. But I learned pretty quickly that I am not a lefty and, and, and I'm a very stock righty. So, um, so yeah, that, that was short lived, but, uh, but I think, uh, I think making the choice to swing the bat kind of worked a little bit.
0: Seems like it did for sure. I watched you, I watched you hit a mammo tank the other night. It was incredible um so <laughs> was it was it at uh usd was it the head baseball coach at usd who got you into baseball or what where was it that your dad? down at
1: no my dad worked at um kind of the 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 other school down the street uh That's uh uc san diego it's the uh it's the public one where i went to uh the university of san diego the, the kind of smaller private school there but um but yeah he worked at um uc san diego and it was his uh the, the baseball coach there, a guy named Dan O'Brien, was the uh, was the head coach at the time, and uh, he was kind of the one that that first got me into baseball. And uh, yeah, he was uh, played a huge part in uh, in my role there.
0: So now that you are where you are, do you still keep in contact with him? Has he been a part of your life up to this point?
1: Yeah, he's uh, uh, yeah, he's kind of been uh, kind of always. He's always been a part of my life there, and uh, yeah, we'll catch up from time to time and. Um, when I was in college at the, the university of San Diego, he, uh, he was the head coach up at, um, Santa Clara university, um, which, which was in our conference. And so we played each other a lot and uh, it was always kind of a fun, friendly com- competition against that. And, um, yeah, he's, uh, he, he's always kind of been there and, you yeah, we, we'll, we'll definitely talk from time to time. So it was, a, it was a good relationship that we've had for a while. Love it. So
0: that was a great first round of questioning. Um, Mix it up real quick. I told you we've got our lightning round. Um, It's about 10 questions. Super easy. Just whatever comes to your head and we'll get through it really quick. All All right. right. First question. What's your favorite junk food?
1: Oh, my favorite junk food. Um, I got to say I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Cheetos puffs fan has to be the puffs though.
0: If you could be any animal, what animal would it be, and why?
1: Um, I feel like I've always wanted to be a, always wanted to be a monkey because they can just kind of fly around and do whatever they want, and they seem to have a good sense of humor. And I don't know, I I don't know. Monkeys always been the one that I've have gravitated towards when I've heard those <laughs> questions.
0: Um, if your life was a movie, what actor would play you, and why?
1: Oh, uh, if my life was a movie, um. Uh, it would be cool if you get like a get like a Brad Pitt or something like that. He's just a just a good looking dude. But maybe, maybe I'll go Ryan Reynolds. Let's go Ryan Reynolds. He uh, he seems like a cool guy. Uh, everything he does is cool. So yeah, if, if he could play, if he could play my uh, if he could play my life, that would be pretty sick. Uh, you're the second you're
0: the second guy. Just um, say Ryan Reynolds. Ian, I think it was Ian who said it a couple interviews ago. That's pretty yeah. um it's a good pick. Yeah, it's a great pick. I I agree with that one. I would totally choose Ryan Reynolds too. <laughs> um, do you prefer talking on the phone or texting?
1: Um I think talking on the phone. Uh it's a little more a little more one-on-one. Uh yeah, I'd would, I would definitely go with talking.
0: What's your favorite day of the week?
1: Favorite day of the week. Um I I'd have to go with just a, a good Sunday. It's great in the off season. It's great during the season. You get, uh, you know, love me a good day game during the, during the week and uh, get the evening uh, to, to kind of go explore where you're at or Sunday's off seasons are, uh, are always fun too. So yeah, I'd go Sunday.
0: What is the last song that you listened to?
1: Um, Gosh, I don't know what the, I don't know a specific song, but if it's a, if it's a band, it's definitely a blink One Eighty Two. So it doesn't matter what the song is. Uh, there's, there's a strong chance that I'm listening to that.
0: Favorite holiday.
1: Favorite holiday. Oh, Christmas for sure. Um, that's uh, just the best time with family. Get to get to spend there. And uh, yeah, that's, that's the best. In a perfect
0: world. What age would you want to retire from baseball?
1: Oh man, well, we got we got Nelson Cruz with us and he's uh he's over 40, so I think if uh, I think if I could get there that would be uh, quite the feat because uh it's pretty special what he's doing and uh uh you know the way his, his body can uh can can stay that sharp and uh, perform like it is. Uh yeah, that would be uh, that would be quite the goal. What
0: was your favorite childhood show?
1: Favorite childhood show? oh um gosh I didn't honestly I didn't really watch much tv as like a child at least none that like I could I could really remember but like if anything it was just sports center in, in the morning and that was about it so um yeah I don't gosh I don't really have a favorite a specific favorite childhood show I guess I would
0: so you mentioned you watch sports a lot, um like sports on stuff. I would say sports. Yeah. I would wake up every morning and just walk, oh, pitch yeah, a quick pitch when I was younger, so
1: um, oh yeah, that was uh, that was the easy go to. Uh, you know, in the mornings and at night, just, uh, just turn on the sports center and whoever was on uh, yeah, that was uh, that was the easy one.
0: And last but not least, where do you want to travel to most in the world?
1: Ooh. Well, there's a ton of places I've never been to. So, um, I mean, Costa Rica is pretty high up there. You know, I love, uh, I love playing golf and, and, and that's kind of the way I like to spend my off season. So love to get up to kind of the uh, the Monterey coast. There's a, there's some good golf courses up there, like Pebble beach and things like that. And so, yeah, I'd probably want to go there too. So uh, those, those are probably the, the two places pretty high on the list right now
0: Are are you a big golfer in the off season
1: oh huge golfer um that's uh yeah that's kind of the way i like to uh like to spend my off seasons um always trying to always trying to perfect that game and everything and just waiting for Bruce bolt to come out with some golf clubs and then i'll be set but uh uh but uh no golf's the way to go uh it's it's kind of my fun little escape from uh from from uh, reality and uh, yeah, I enjoy it a lot. Well
0: uh, we might we might have you set up with some Bruce Bolt golf clubs sooner than you think. We've um I actually got into golf after after my senior year. My dad got me golf uh he got me golf clubs for uh, oh, yeah. a nation gift. There you and, go. Uh, so I've been you know, I'll be up at school, I'll take a day out of the week to go play, and, um, you know, we're, we're here and there with it, either we hit the ball straight, or we <laughs> hit it 500, 500 yards to the left or right, but,
1: yeah,
0: um, we're figuring it out, slowly but surely, but that's, yeah, I love that you mentioned golf, because that's something that I feel like most baseball players, when they get done, or even just in the off season, like, golf is what they pick up.
1: Oh, for sure, no, it's, uh, there's there's a lot of similarities in them, but, yeah, no, it's, uh it's a constant quest for, uh, for hitting good shots. They don't come often, but uh, they're, uh, they're, they're fun. And uh, no, it's just a, it's just a fun way for me that I enjoy just relaxing and uh, spending time outside.
0: I feel like with both baseball and golf, it's a lot of as much as it, as it is, you know, being able to have good eye hand coordination and everything, it's mental more than anything.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's uh that's a big portion. And, you know, with baseball, at least you're, you're on a team and, you know, if, you know, someone, uh, if, if you, if you're not able to, uh, to get the job done you got someone, uh, someone right behind you, that's, uh, that, that you trust to get it done for you, but in golf, yeah, you hit a, you hit a bad shot, you, you, you do something, it's, uh, Hey, it's on you to, it's on you to, to get yourself out of it. And, um, yeah, you're kind of, there's no real, uh, there's no one really around you. You're just kind of, you're just kind of out there on your own. So it's a, it's a huge mental, mental test. And, Kind of a fun way. I like to kind of keep my mind going and keep my mind fresh during the off season. It's it's just a it's just a fun little test.
0: Oh, great way to great way to end the lightning round there. End it with a little bit of golf.
1: Um, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So a lot of guys, when we talk to them, they talk about how much their gear means to them. You know, their elbow guards, like like their socks they're wearing. everything sure. means so much to y'all, and. I just think it's crazy that even, even now when I don't play any sports, I still care about, you know, the clothes I'm wearing and, like, how they're making me feel. How much do you personally as a player care about the gear you're wearing and how it's making you feel at the plate and how much does that factor into everything?
1: Yeah, I think it's huge. Um, I, I feel like especially at, at, at this level, um, you're, you're even more exact about every little detail and every little feel um because if something just feels slightly off it it's uh kind of makes it a little bit of a challenge um yeah and for me like uh when I go up to the plate I I like feeling like my hands are absolutely glued to the bat and I like feeling like like I literally can't I can't I can't release the bat I mean if I could take my hands to the bat I I probably would um so so I, I originally saw um Bruce Paul when when I was looking for pine tar and it was it was it was your pine tar that was the first thing I got um because I, I wasn't using your guys batting gloves last year but I was using the pine tar and I was just amazed that just uh you know you, you get some of these other sticks that that kind of work for a little bit and uh but every every time you go up to hit you got to keep reapplying and if it gets hot and humid out it's uh it gets slippery and uh and so I, I first started using your pine tar and it was just like, to me, it was the best thing, best pine tar I've ever seen. It's, it's real pine tar and it, and it comes in a stick that's reusable and gosh, I'll put, I'll put pine tar on my bat in the morning and, and it'll, it'll be good throughout the whole game. And so I, I first started using the pine tar and then, and then I finally started seeing the batting gloves and things like that. And I just knew I had to give that a try because uh, I figured the quality of the pine tar was so good. Everything else had to, everything else had to match. So um. yeah, for me, at least, like, I like, I like simplicity. I like, I don't like the, the mega flashy things. And, uh, you know, I, I love the look of the batting gloves. I love the, the leather of them, the, the way they feel and stuff. So um, yeah, you kind of combine everything. And then recently I've been playing around with, uh, with your guys's back grip too. And I feel like it's just the combination of everything. My my hands feel like they're just absolutely glued to the bat and uh, it's just a, it's an easy feeling when, when I feel like my hands are kind of glued to the bat, it almost allows me to, to kind of loosen my grip on the bat. And, and I always feel like, I don't know, I don't know what the science is behind it, but in, in my mind, I feel like there's a way it, it makes it easier for putting more power into the swing rather than worrying about, uh, throwing a bat or doing anything like that. So, um, yeah, I think, I think, I think, yeah, you just get more, uh, more detailed about every about every little thing when you're playing baseball and every little every little detail and how it fits and how it feels um so yeah it's that's huge it's huge for baseball and um yeah that's that's a big part
0: well I, I love to hear that you started out with our pine tar because I mean that was our first that was our first thing that's how Bruce Will kind of started before yeah. the clubs is we were we were only doing pine tar and that's we actually ran, I don't know if you remember, but we had a short little stint where we were out of it because our, um, our supplier was like, hey, I can't do this for you guys right now. And that was our biggest <laughs> request. Like, you know, we would get requests for glove colors, this, that. Our biggest request by far was when are you getting more pine tar in? Yeah. And bring it back. So uh, it's funny. That's how you, um, that's how you found us. But back when I was playing, I loved that stuff. It was, it was like most top tier in my opinion.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, I was—I uh, think I was one of the people uh, that was just barely getting through the end of the year last year with my last stick and uh, trying to make it last because, because uh, yeah, I, m- I remember you saying the uh, the suppliers were down, so I was like, well, well we got to make this work through the end of the year, but uh, but thankfully it's back up and I got plenty of sticks to last me uh, last me a while now
0: being um being in Southern California your whole life um was your favorite team one of those Southern California teams or who was your
1: favorite favorite team yeah I um I mean I I was always kind of a Padres fan um but but honestly I for me I was I was just a huge like I like to follow players and I like to watch what players did I mean the first first big league game I ever went to when I was a kid was the Padres versus the Giants and I was watching Tony Gwynn and Barry Bonds go at it and um it was uh it was pretty cool to watch um obviously Tony Gwynn is a is a huge part of uh San Diego sports and uh specifically baseball but um but yeah growing up I just honestly I was way more of a fan of just watching players and watching watching how guys went about uh went about their business and you know, just, just, the, just the little details that those guys did. I mean, um, it was, you know, it was a little bit later in my childhood, but, you know, Buster Posey was a guy that I, I, I just loved to watch. And obviously he's a catcher and, um, everything like that. So, so that was, a that was a plus, but, um, but yeah, he was, he was just a guy that I, I, I just loved to watch and, you know, he always played Padres and anytime they were down at San Diego, I was begging my parents to go to those games and, uh, and uh, check them out. But yeah, I think, uh, I think if there's any team, it was probably a Padres, but uh, more so I was just a, a huge fan of the players and a huge fan of those guys.
0: Awesome. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into a little bit more baseball related questions. Um, so you said earlier, uh, you went to university of San Diego. Was that a little bit of a dream school for you or what was the, um, what factored into you going and playing there?
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. It was, uh, I wouldn't say it was a dream school. It just kind of like, just kind of fell into place. I think uh, when I was in high school um, and, you know, I was kind of getting recruited and talking to other schools and things like that, um, I didn't, I was, I was always looking outward. I was looking at, uh, you know, I definitely knew I wanted to stay on the West Coast. Um, you know, I was looking at some of the Pac-12 schools and, um, you know, some big West ones and things like that. And, uh, and yeah, I guess I was, uh, also because I didn't, I didn't really, uh, specialize in, you know, along with uh, when we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, playing one sport, I also wasn't a, wasn't the guy going to every single showcase and, uh, doing every little, every little thing like that, because I think, uh, I think as parents, you can kind of waste a lot of money, uh, uh, for these, uh, for these showcases and things like that. But, um. I wasn't, I wasn't like a high on any, uh, any specific recruit list. So um, yeah, I was kind of looking outward and looking at all these other schools. I kind of wanted to go to a, you know, I originally wanted to go to a a big school with a big football team and, you know, get the, get the Saturday football experience and, and everything like that. But it wasn't until my fall of senior year when um, USD finally came into picture and uh, they kind of started talking to me a little bit more. And it was just one of those situations where it just kind of, kind of all made sense that I was like, well, you know, this is a school that wants me and this is a school that, you know, I've seen and I've been around and, uh, you know, I know the place pretty well just because it's so, um, yeah, it just kind of was one of those situations that worked out the best and, uh, you know, they showed the most interest in me and, uh, and, and made me the most excited to, to go there. So um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't originally thinking about staying in San Diego, but I think, I think ultimately it all worked out for the best.
0: For sure. Um, when I was when I was doing a little bit of research earlier, I saw that you were also recruited. Um, in, you said Pac-12. I saw Stanford came for you, Washington. Um, also, UC Santa Barbara, Vanderbilt was in there, which is huge. Every guy dreams of being recruited by Vanderbilt. So, with you also said you wanted to go to school school that was kind of like big D1 football program. Yeah. And you were talking a little bit. USD was just kind of the answer. What, what kind of? I guess just a little further into it. What pushed you to go to a smaller school like that rather than you know maybe expand also along the west coast to either Washington or Stanford?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think. Uh, I mean, for starters, I think you know USD showed the most interest in me and showed the most, uh, you know. It, it was a school that I felt like I had the best chance of playing my freshman year and contributing to the team early and, uh, you know, playing, playing at a high level. Um, yeah. USD isn't, isn't, isn't the, the big time football school and you don't get the, you don't get that full experience, but, but, you know, as a baseball team, we played the best of the best. And every year we, uh, we scheduled uh, we scheduled Vanderbilt and we scheduled, uh, Mississippi state. And we scheduled these, these big time schools. And, um, you know, for me, it was the, the opportunity that I felt like, Hey, I could play, I could play as a freshman. I could help this team out early and, you know, we could, I could still play the best competition where some of these other schools, um, it felt like, uh, felt like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see the same level of commitment that, uh, that, that USD, uh, wanted to put in me for, um, you know, where they where they saw me playing and where and how they saw me contributing so um honestly that kind of made it an easy decision because um you know i think i think anywhere you can go that you, you can play early and you can you know play great competition is, is a great thing so um i i had a great experience there you know i had a ton of great teammates that i'm still talking to today and uh there's, there's still a few of us out there in, in pro ball that we'll run into and it's uh, it's always great catching up um you know, and I still hit with uh, some of the some of the some of the players in the off season, and uh, you know, work with some of the coaches too. So it's uh it's it's been a, it's been a great experience, and I'm thoroughly glad that I that I made that choice to go there because um, honestly, I don't think I'd be be where I am today if it wasn't for that for that decision.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It um seems like it worked out for the best going there over somewhere like a Vanderbilt. Um, so you were drafted in 2017 you made your debut in 2021 correct yeah you spent a nice couple years down there in the minors was there any point in that span where you were like I don't know if this is going to happen for me
1: I don't think it ever I don't think it ever got to that point but um yeah there's certainly there's certainly lows um you know minor, minor league baseball is tough you're uh you're not making a lot of money and you're uh, you're in, in, in these small towns traveling a lot. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a different, it's a difficult world. Um, and, uh, you're playing, it's, you know, it's once you get to the minor leagues, that's your first taste of, uh, playing every single day. Um, you know, you're playing 140 games and, um, yeah, you, it's, it's kind of your first test of, Hey, sometimes you just have, I mean, I, I had some stretches in the minor leagues where I, jokingly went went over the week and uh yeah there's uh there's some tough times for sure um where where yeah you're you're almost wondering when the next time you're going to get a hit is but um but no there there there's no point that that I was really uh you know wondering if this wasn't going to work because in in my head that it's not it's not how it works it's not it's not uh you know there's if, if i'm if i'm committing to something I'm, I'm going full out and i'm gonna i'm gonna go until until someone tells me um you know that i can't so um i can't say there was ever really a point that was like you know i, I didn't think i could make it because uh I, I always believed myself and i always believed in in my abilities but there are certainly some some lows of of struggles and things like that but ultimately i think the find success in the more you get through those and work through those, the, the stronger off you'll be.
0: So I was when I was looking around, just trying to figure out some more things on you. I saw that out of high school you were drafted in the thirty seventh round, pick one thousand ninety nine overall to the Cubs. Um, and then you went. You decided to go to college. You played at USD for three years, and you proceeded to jump to round three, pick ninety nine overall. How? Like mentally, was that kind of? I mean, that was a, that's obviously a huge accomplishment to jump a thousand picks. But I guess just mentally in that moment, what was kind of running through your head and like just the accomplishments of your family and everything?
1: Yeah, that was, um, that was a huge day. Uh, obviously every kid dreams of being, being drafted and, and, uh, getting to pro ball. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty special. I think that just is kind of a reflection of, of, of my time at USD and my, you know uh, you know, the the work I did and the, the help I had from coaches and uh, getting myself as, you know, as good as I can be. And um, yeah, I, I owe a ton of, a ton of credit to, to, to a lot of people at USD for um, for the work they, they did. And uh, you know, what, what, what they were able to get out of me and how they were able to coach me and um, yeah that's you know that's a big that's a bit that's a big piece uh, you know to to go there and I I felt like uh, I felt like coming out of high school looking at the draft I kind of felt like I was um, you know I felt like like mentally I was you know I was ready for pro ball and you know whatever was to come but but physically I think I was still I was still maturing and you know, still had to grow into my body. I was a little bit of a late bloomer, so um, I think uh, I think going to college and and kind of letting 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 the physical element develop and uh, you know get bigger, get stronger, and uh, you know continue to work on those mechanics were were huge for for my development and uh, you know and allowing myself to to be in that position uh, when I got drafted the second time in college.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's I mean, that's a great story to go go from go from here to there is just that's incredible um June 28th 2021 major league debut who'd you play against um who'd you face in your first at bat and did you get your first major league hit and who was it against
1: yeah my first uh my debut was um in Chicago we were playing the White Sox um and it was uh it was interesting because I was I was already on the on the 40-man roster and uh you know one of one of the catchers uh got hurt the day before. So um I was I was I flew out to Chicago and when I flew out there it wasn't uh it wasn't a guarantee. It was a uh hey Riley fly out to Chicago and um you know one of our catchers is hurt but we're not sure if we're gonna have to put him on the the injured list or if we're gonna uh you know just rest him a couple of days. So I was I was kind of flying out as a uh, kind of a just in case. Um sort of situation so um, I flew out and uh, the next day I came to the field still still not really sure um, it was kind of just a go to the field and, and see what happens and uh, you know probably about three or four hours before the game was when they called me into the office and, and let me know that uh, not only was I being activated and added to the uh, to the big league roster but I was also starting that night so uh, that was a uh, that was pretty quick whirlwind of, of emotions there because, um, you know, I, 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 didn't have that, I guess it was probably a good thing because, you know, I didn't have time to like overthink things and, and think about the moment and stuff. Cause I had to get ready to go play a game that night. And, um, you know, thankfully I had all my family and friends, uh, kinda, they kind of, they kind of flew out to Chicago and they, uh, in a hopes that, that that was the case, but, um, but yeah, so I was able to uh, yeah, I got, I got the starting get, starting nod and uh, I was catching uh, Robbie Ray, who uh, went on to win the Cy Young last year. And, uh, you know, he was a he was a good veteran, a veteran pitcher to have uh, to kind of help calm my nerves, honestly. Um, and uh, on the mound for the White Sox, was Carlos Radon. So um, it was uh, it was quite a challenge going up there. I mean, he's a guy that throws high nineties fastballs with a uh, pretty wipeout slider. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I I still remember, I'll still remember that debut for the rest of my life, but uh, that very first inning, there's not gonna lie, there was times that I didn't know what was going on. The game was going so fast and uh, I forgot to count half the times when I was calling pitches, but uh, but, yeah, I got through that first inning and, you know, kind of took a deep breath and settled in. uh, you know, helped relax me a little bit, but um, yeah, my first at bat, um, Rodon got the best of me, uh, struck me out. Um, thought I thought I worked a, a decent at bat with him and uh, saw some pitches, but uh, uh, but come come second at bat, um, I felt like uh, being able to see him a little bit that first time uh, gave me a better look at him, and uh, I was able to to get a get a hit in my in my second at bat. Uh, double off the center field wall. So uh, that was a, that was a good moment. And um, it was kind of nice to, to cross that, that first hit off the list uh, in in game one. And, and I think that that kind of helps you relax a little bit and uh, not get too stressed about, about finding that first knock. So that was a, that was a pretty wild moment. Um, Definitely a game I'll remember for the rest of my life, but uh, uh, it was special. And I was just glad that that I could have my family there in the stands and uh, you know, they were there to support me. And yeah, that's a, that's a pretty special moment that I know a lot of kids dream of and um, it's definitely something I'll remember forever. Yeah. Your
0: family must've been going double off the center field wall to start it off. That's, it's a pretty good way to start an MLB career right there. I mean, any career, honestly. Yeah,
1: no, it, uh, it, it, it was special. They, um, I didn't even, I didn't even know they were going to do it, but my parents uh, and and brother and family and stuff, they wore, they wore old minor league jerseys and things like that from, from, uh, from years past that I wore as a kind of a a memento of uh, kind of all the places I've been uh, in the journey to, to get to the big league. So it was kind of funny. Uh, They, they, they managed to, to round up some jerseys and, uh, wear those for in support for me so it was a it was a pretty special moment for sure
0: that's awesome um all right kind of move into a little bit more of a little bit more of a I guess I wouldn't say touchy question but you know a little bit of a you know hard-hitting one um you play for the Nationals now you played for the Blue Jays before what is the best and the worst thing about playing in Washington
1: Ooh, well. Um... The best thing about playing in Washington, I mean, I, I hadn't spent much time in D.C. just to begin with, but, I mean, I think the city as a whole is just a great place. Um, and, you know, you're obviously in in our nation's capital, and uh, it's pretty powerful just kind of going around the city and seeing, uh, seeing all the monuments and seeing all the people and uh, just kind of an empowering city to be in. Um, I mean, also, I think a, another plus about DC is you're, you're playing in the NL East and you're playing against some, some great competition and you got the Mets, you got the Braves, obviously won the world series last year. And, uh, you got the Phillies, you got the, you got the Marlins, like there's, there's just great teams across the board. Um, and so it's, it's always a good challenge every day. You're going out there and you're seeing those guys a ton and, um, you know, you're seeing some great pitching. You're, you're, uh, you're playing against some great players. So it's, uh, it's certainly a challenge um i guess if there was anything uh that was a negative about playing in, in dc and i think this is me just being biased because i'm used to southern california weather but you know sometimes in the summers it gets a little hot and humid and uh and it uh it uh makes you sweat a little bit more but uh if anything that was probably the the only neg- negative that i could think of but uh but, but overall, no, it's a great place to be. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll gladly, uh, sweat it out in the summers, uh, to play in DC for sure.
0: And I'm going to, I'm going to ask the same thing about Toronto, best and worst things about being there.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I guess my time with, with Toronto, at least in the big leagues was pretty short. Um, only played, uh, only played a month up there. Um, and and honestly, I never uh, I never got to uh, actually play in Toronto. Oh, that's
0: right, because um, it was during all the COVID stuff. You guys, were... yeah. So so about. last year
1: during COVID, um, so I guess you could say that's the worst thing about playing in Toronto is okay. I never got to never got to play in the actual city. Um, you know, I I I was up in Toronto a little bit, and uh, you know, a couple of years ago, we were there for some of the the Winter Fest and kind of fan experiences there. So. I got to, I got to see the city and, uh, you know, meet, meet a lot of people. And I think that's, that's probably a huge plus of uh, Toronto. I'd say is the, you know, it's a, it's a really cool city. Um, you get really passionate fans and, um, it's pretty cool representing an entire country like that. But, uh, but yeah, I'd probably say the worst thing is that we never got to, or me personally, I never got to play up there, um, in my, in my short time. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I would have liked to play in Toronto, but uh, but the the timing just wasn't right. I
0: completely forgot that last year was like you know the coat y'all were down in Buffalo, yeah. But um, all right, let's uh let's move on. We have got just like a couple more questions, and then we're gonna finish this thing out. Sure. Who so far in the major league is the best pitcher that you faced or struggled the most with? Just overall.
1: Uh, the best pitcher I faced gosh you see a lot um i mean it's it's tough face and uh i mean edwin diaz for closer for the for the mets is is pretty good and uh you know it's it's a tough at bat when when you see him coming in and uh you know you're gonna get you know you're gonna get some uh some some hard heaters and uh pre- some pretty good off-speed stuff so he's a he's a pretty good one to to face and uh he's a great challenge honestly um yeah he's he's he's, he's probably one of the tougher ones out there to, to to go up there and face
0: give me one second this is one of the technical difficulties of, of, <laughs> of going on zoom live all right
1: uh, oh no worries all
0: right cool so, all right, so Edwin Diaz, that that guy is incredible. I love watching him play. Um, All right, so then the question that everybody wants to always hear at the end is, what is the best advice you have for these younger guys who are watching this right now who are chasing the same dream you chased?
1: Yeah, I, honestly, a, a huge thing that I, I know we've already discussed, but I I'd say just you know, go out there and have fun when you're a kid, go out there and, and, and try a bunch of different things, play a bunch of different sports. Uh, I, I think that that was huge for my development. Um, you know, I, I think basketball ultimately helped me be a, be a better athlete, be a better, uh, better baseball player. Um, and, and it, and it pains me when I see, uh, these kids that, that just want to play one or commit to one sport at such a young age, because it's so easy to get burnt out and it's so easy to, uh, to kind of lose that interest and lose that love. So, um, that's, that's definitely a huge thing that, that I'll tell anybody is, is if you're, if you're considering playing a, playing a sport in the fall or having some fun in, in high school or, or even, or younger, especially, uh, you know, give it a try, have some fun. Um, there's plenty of time to, to, to commit to, to baseball, I guess, if that's, if that's the ultimate sport you want to play. And uh, there's plenty of time to do that. But, but when you're, when you're younger, go enjoy, go have fun. Um, and I think, uh, I think if I had to give, i give another piece of advice, I think, uh, you know, just, just have fun. Uh, it's, uh, it's pretty special to to play baseball for a living for me. And, you know, I'm grateful for it. You know, we get to, I get to, I get to go out there and, and put on a costume and uh, play a kid's game for a living. So it's, it, it's special, but um, I think, I think you just gotta, you just gotta go out there and have fun. You gotta, you gotta go enjoy it. You gotta, you know, you, you gotta make sure that, that every day you're, you're in, you're, you're loving what you do and you're, you're, you're just enjoying it because I think you get too serious about things and, and that's when you start to get burnt out. It's when you start to get to lose interest when when the uh, when you're when you're forgetting about about the fun of things. So uh yeah, I think I think, I think I'll leave it at that. Those are those are probably some of the big things that that I would say and some things I've seen from from other kids and things like that is yeah, just sports be a you know at the same time, be coachable and be, be inquisitive, uh, you know, ask questions of coaches and, uh, you know, they're whatever coaches are around you. They're, they're there to help you. And they're there to, to help, to to help you grow. So, you know, be, be coachable and be, be open to, to learning and, and asking questions of these guys.
0: Well, Riley, thank you so much for coming on today and taking the time out of your busy schedule to hop on here and just talk a little bit about yourself and where you you are in the game and just giving us a little more knowledge on everything. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it and best of luck tonight against Miami. I hope you guys crush it. Um, and yeah, I mean, just again, thank you for hopping on this and, uh, just giving giving everyone a little bit more baseball knowledge. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, Bear. It's been uh it's been a good way to start the morning for sure. So uh thanks for having me on. Absolutely.
0: I will talk to you later and good luck tonight.
1: All right, thank you.